because we are doing the responsible thing and practicing social distancing, these podcasts are being recorded remotely. Sego, scan and go. Tyson Halkett is a young Cree man from Montreal Lake Cree Nation, Treaty 6 territory within the province of Saskatchewan. Tyson shares with us what life is like right now in his community and how he relies on the wisdom and strength of his elders to survive and to thrive. community Montreal Lake uh, we're, we're currently on lockdown uh, we extended it to uh, another two weeks we're gonna be going on uh, on week three here everybody's been self-isolating the leadership have been doing a really good job back home before our two-week lockdown they uh, they got a bunch of groceries um, ready for in the gymnasium if uh, any family members need it, band members, we're, we're just not used to this. Like this, we're used to having that freedom. Hey, being being in isolation and lockdown is really uh, really tough on the mental side for a lot of people. See a lot of people. There, it's good in a way. People are coming together. Like the families are coming back together. I haven't seen I haven't seen this togetherness in a long time, to be honest um that's that's the positive i see out cheers families families are coming back together and working together slowly slowly becoming a community again and that's that's what i enjoy seeing about all of this this uh, lockdown that we're on right now we take care of our elders we respect them and um they get first choice on everything that comes in uh, whether it be a uh, moose meat. The community community is giving out moose meat. The elders, we we're we're trying our best to take care of them. The health is actually the health center here is doing a good job with that. They're they're well taken care of in our community here. And they they warn us about this too, eh? Like they talk about this. Our elders, they they warn us about sickness, so they're prepared and they're they're helping out our leadership. Our leadership is actually a little bit. At first, they were kind of panicky, and if it wasn't for our elders, I think we wouldn't be as—I wouldn't be as calm as I am right now. That's for sure. My my father talks about it, Bishop Helkit, eh? And so he's been hearing those stories since he was a little boy. So that's that's like four generations there. His grandfather warning him about it. We've been we've been listening to our elders for a long time, and. They've been warning us for generations. My my grandfather, he talked about this when I was young. And so that's just like so me and my father, so that's two lot of lot of history that, that's being passed down for, for warning us. The the values that uh, that our ancestors left is really uh, important. Um, that's something that I want to stress is that we have to continue to listen to our elders. They weren't wrong when they told us that sickness was coming. That's a, a lot of people my age are, are failing to remember that, I guess, is that uh, our elders 
mean something to this world. And we, we sometimes fail to uh, pay attention to them because we're so busy with the modern, modern world that it's so fast. Elders used to say when the, when the animals start to get sick, a sickness is coming. And my sister was out um, hunting with her, with her friends last summer, and there was a goose there. Just it was on the lake. Nobody shot it. Nobody did nothing. And my sister and I were talking about that just a couple days ago. That she got that warning, that heads up last summer that something's coming. And so we were kind of prepared, me and my sister. It's hard to get that across to a lot of other people because they're lost and they don't understand that. And that's where a lot of fear comes from. And uh, for me and my daughter, when, uh, we, when we really get isolated, we go out on the lake. That's what we do. That's what we've been doing, keeping the kids outside, keeping them reading, just letting each other know that we're here for each other, basically, that uh, if you need something to talk about, like, you know, let's, let's go for a walk. And that's, that's what our family is doing right now. And we're music orientated. So we got uh, guitars and that's really helping us out. Growing up with my, my dad being a hunter and a trapper, I've, uh, and my uncle too, being a trapper, he is, he's known as one of the greatest trappers in our community. Just hearing the stories that they say, that, that prepares me. Is like, you have to work, you have to go out, get up. If you're running out of food, you got to go hunting, you got to go fishing. Or if you're running out of water, you got to go to the lake or get snow. And so with, with that upbringing, you know, I, my, my, um, my my mental state is actually pretty pretty normal just just having that readiness available in my mind if i if i really do have to if times really do get tough where our groceries starts to get us scared and i know i'm not the only one in this community we got a lot of young people uh 20 year olds a lot of 20 year olds that are starting to get into their traditional hunting and our side community is quite prepared if uh, if everything goes gets a little bit worse than it is. For me, I have a big backyard with trees, so I just gotta go for a little walk and set my uh, rabbit snare if I get if I get a little bit hungry. And it's just a five minute walk for me to the lake to go fishing. Just having this uh, this lake and this these trees around is kind of really do make me feel comfortable and just having that little bit of uh trapping skills calms me a lot for, for number one when you're hunting and trapping in the bush you know just stay calm once you're calm your thoughts are your thoughts are there you're not scrambling in your head you're not living in fear with scrambling and giving you know it's 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 better to give than to receive, my grandpa always said. It was just the other day, uh, yeah, we, uh, we, needed a, we needed a trade for some rice. And yeah, that's just how, we, that's just how our First Nations people have always been. We've, uh, we've lost that for a little bit, though, like I said earlier. But it's, uh, that togetherness is coming back. This COVID-19 is, 
really doing something to the First Nations people. It's bringing them back together. We've always been a sharing, sharing people. If, if, somebody, if a family is in need, somebody's always there to help them. It not, may not be me. It may, it's basically a race. Okay, I'm going to go help this person because this person needs help. No, I want to help. And that's how it is on First Nations communities. Our hearts are pure when it comes to uh, seeing people struggle because we know about struggle and we don't want other people to to feel that struggle and hurt that, that we once felt. I feel that there's a little bit of racism towards the more northern communities. In my mind, they're being forgotten about just because they're way up north. And I feel that... Uh, because the some communities that don't have the clean water, I feel that they, they will have a better chance of getting a sickness. Um, but but I I also I also don't know like if they practice their medicine in the in those communities. I I know in um, our community here we have, we do practice our medicine. I don't. I've never had Western medicine in a long time. I think the only time I did is when I had to go for surgery, and that's the last time I had Western medicine. And I feel that our traditional medicine is very powerful. Our, our medicines comes from the roots of the ground, right? And the roots from and the roots from the ground. That's that's it's special, you know, because it's been there for before sickness and even after sicknesses. That's why I feel safe is because of our, our uh, native medicines. For the people with, uh, without the waters, yeah, I've been, we've been talking about them, my sister and I, Yolanda. I don't know how, how they're feeling. I, I, I can't imagine what they're going through. My mom's house, their, their water is not safe to drink, but my house is safe to drink. So I kind of have a little understanding of what they're going through but not to the full extreme. I've been waiting for this wake up call. Um, my sister and I, we, we talked a lot about what goes on in the world and what we come, come to conclusion about what's happening is, um, you know, the big guy uh, is God. He's telling us like, you know, like I'm here, I'm here, you guys. And, and on a native perspective, it's uh, protect our waters. You know, that's the sickness is coming because you guys are not listening to us. You guys are not protecting our waters the way we're trying to prolong living by protecting the water. And nobody's listening to us. And that's that's my my native insight. And then I got my religious insight. Have a beautiful day and stay safe. Sacred teachings. Path to the Stronghold is now streaming on Spotify, Podbean, and Mimeo. See you next time.